Sponsors, 3B Construction and Roofing, Your Choice Healthcare, Lori's Dive-In, DPF Alternatives, and they have a new address, by the way. It is 288 Eatington Highway, Gray, Georgia, 31032. Nobles Networking, Project K9 Hero, who is a lifetime sponsor of the show. If you would like to figure out how to be a lifetime sponsor of the show, please message me now. Cottonfield Grill, Pearl Promoting. Back Road Park and Event Venue. Don't forget November 10th and 11th. We are over there for their Veterans Day celebration. Friday night is Tristan Baugh and Confederate Railroad. And on Saturday is Miss Ella Langley and Trey Lewis. I will be hosting the event. It is going to be an awesome time. Do not miss out. Tickets are available now. Cashman's Pub down yonder Hatco. Deep South Chemical, and we're bringing back an old feature that we haven't done in a while. Our Spotlight Song of the Month, an artist spotlight, is on Mr. Hunter Mounts and Kyle Austin. They just put out a song called Collar Greens. I really, really like it. I'm going to play it for you in a couple weeks whenever these boys come into the show. So do me a favor now. Go follow both these guys on social media and download our Song of the Month, Collar Greens, by Hunter Mounts and Kyle Austin. Better than basic uh, Miss Erica does our website. She does all our graphic design. She does everything for us. Please go check them out now for any of your social media needs, marketing needs, whatever. And check out the Josh Terry podcast.com, our official website. Grab some merch while you're there. And please leave a review and rate the show if you love this. Please help me grow. All I need you to do is take five minutes out of your time, go to Apple, Spotify, however you listen to the show, and leave a review. Leave us five stars. It helps us more than you know. I'm grateful for each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for making the show what it is. Now, I'll stop with the business side of the show now, and we'll get to talking. Thank y'all for listening. Enjoy the show. What's up, folks? Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. Ah, uh, this won't be a super long episode, guys. Uh, we've had some really good episodes this week. Thank you to uh, Mr. LV Shane and Miss Espy. Uh, y'all, please go back and check those out. We've had a we've had a really good month. The month of October has been a special one, and the next couple of weeks is going to be freaking action packed. And uh, let's see what we got tonight. We got tonight at the Humminbird, Mr. Dylan Carmichael. If you guys have not listened to Dylan Carmichael, I'm gonna tell you a little story. Um, back in like 2019, I was dating this girl somewhere around there. I thought this, I thought this girl was the one thought this bitch was the one, uh, I thought wrong. (laughs) Uh, I have no hard feelings towards this person. I think they're a good person. This just, uh, she wasn't my person and I wasn't hers. And, uh, I'm glad she pulled the bandaid off. Um, when she did, uh, 
honestly, uh, I think I've told her this to her face a couple of times when I've been shit faced. If it wasn't for this lady, I, I don't know what I would do. Um, I don't think I'd have this career. Uh, it was right around that time that I had to make a decision about working in radio. And, um, yeah, I, I turned down a radio station down in uh, South Georgia um, with my boy Dave Stone at 92.9 All-American Country uh, because I didn't want to move away from this girl. Um and, uh, yeah, so I could have had, like, a whole nother year in radio experience that I had. But um, I turned it down because I was just so in love with this girl. And I didn't want to be away from her. Well, if it wasn't for her crushing my ass after they, after I had turned down the, the, um, the radio job, then I wouldn't have ended up getting the job that I had that was way better. Not way better as far as station-wise, because actually the talent in 92.9 is way better. Uh, Dave Stone, love you, big fucker. Um, but, uh, and they're better people, by the way. Uh, not to throw shade or anything, just, you know, some people are real good fucking people, and uh, people down there really are good people. But um, if I wouldn't have turned them down, then that offer wouldn't have came, and that was just a better, a better place for me because my daughter was close to it already knew people in the area. Uh, me working there and at a couple other places for a little while is what built the podcast to what it is. Uh, to start off with, I came with, you know, from working 100,000 watt stations, covering a majority of the state with a listening audience to where people started listening to my podcast right away. So uh, I'm very grateful that I didn't end up with that woman and because uh, there's kind of a chain reaction after her, kind of a chain reaction. But while we were together... Uh, I remember one night we were drunk in the kitchen, and if you don't know this about me, I am a big fan of just me and whoever I'm dating getting drunk and hanging out together, uh, whether it's riding dirt roads, just whatever. Like, I don't have to have my buddies around. I want to date my buddy, right? Like, I want to date my best friend. And uh, me and this girl would go get drinks, then we'd come back to the house and uh, we would listen to music and we would dance in the kitchen and we would talk and bullshit and, and all this kind of stuff. And um, one night we were just uh, listening to, I don't know, you know how shit makes suggestions for you or whatever. Uh, I was on YouTube and I was playing this one song for her and then the next song that came up was Dylan Carmichael, Dancing Away With My Heart. And the second this song came on like it got our attention and it, it was a really cool moment. It was a really cool moment, but I'm one of those people that if I hear one song from you and I really like it and I like everything about Dylan, uh, his voice, just this music, those lyrics, everything like it's just, he's a package deal and he's a fucking dynamite package at that. And, uh, so I dove down that rabbit hole with him or listening to him and, Dude, all this shit's so good. But Dancing Away With My Heart holds a very special spot in my heart. Um, it doesn't really remind me of the girl anymore. Uh, you know, she dipped out, but I got to keep our song is kind of what I like to say. She probably has not listened to it in years. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it doesn't remind me of the girl. It reminds me of how happy I was. And it reminds me that that shit's out there. And so tonight, 
um, with seeing Dylan. And this is like the third time I've probably seen him. But this is the first time that I'm hosting an event that he's playing. So it just is like a full circle moment for me that I've gone from, you know, thinking that this guy was just amazing hearing him on YouTube to where I was stealing dis dances and kisses from this girl that I was in love with to the, his songs uh, to where now, you know, and I bumped into him in Nashville a couple of times. And I think I've even told him at Crazy Bull one night when he's playing there, I kind of told him the story about it. And in Nashville, I bumped into him, and I, I've got to see him before, but we're not like best friends or nothing like that. Well, hell, he probably doesn't even remember me. Um, but, you know, it's some artists have that connection with you. Some artists have got like something that you you their music's relatable to you, and Dylan's is to me. Uh, I love everything that he does. His stuff just strikes a nerve with me. Um, and not to mention he comes from royalty, by the way. If uh, Let me make sure I got this right before I tell you which one of Montgomery Gentry. Which one of Montgomery Gentry is Dylan Carmichael related to? I can't ever remember this. I always mess up. Eddie Montgomery. Eddie Montgomery is his, uh, his uncle. Um, and I've got to see um, – I almost called him Jason Michael Carroll. I've got to see Dylan Carmichael sing with his mama, uh, which is Eddie's sister. Holy shit. So good. So good. Uh, guys, and he – I'm telling you, like, he's got a couple songs that have went viral on social media too. Dude deserves to be on every radio station in the world, by the way. He's just a fucking beast. So if you guys ain't doing nothing tonight – Y'all come out to the Humminbird. Um, I got Brian Martin in a couple of weeks too, but this one right here for me is probably my favorite one that we've had this year for Josh Terry Honky Tonk Nights. Uh, Y'all don't want to miss it. I think tickets are $10. Um, they're available at the door. Y'all just come on out. Listen to Dylan Carmichael the rest of the day and tell me you don't want to listen to him. Um, let's see what else we're we supposed to cover today. Oh, I'm going to tell you about my dad before I, now you know what, before I get pissy, before I get pissy. Last week I did an episode and it was called, um, for my plus size people that are struggling with their mental health, right? Are there big people that are struggling with mental health? Uh, a lot of y'all have reached out to me. A lot of y'all have sent me messages and saying how much that meant to you for me being vulnerable and talking about that kind of stuff. Uh, just know I'm proud of each and every one of y'all. Um, there's a woman that sent me some Snapchat videos of her crying, listening to it. And, uh, you know, y'all, y'all are beautiful. Just remember that. And I love y'all. You guys are me. I am you. Okay. If you're struggling, I'm struggling. And, uh, I just want you guys to know how much I love you and you should be proud of yourself. Rome wasn't built in a day. You're not going to be the person that you want to be tomorrow. It's going to take time. But mentally be happy with yourself. Mentally know that you're trying and you're working towards it. And uh, you'll feel a lot better. Um, if any of y'all want to talk about that tonight at Humminbird, before it gets started or after, let me know. I don't, I don't mind. I'd love to talk to y'all. Um, also, y'all should, if y'all pay attention to my shit, there's been some drama going on. Um, I have been really getting into mushrooms lately, if you guys haven't noticed. I actually just ordered some stuff from hopefully a, company is going to be a sponsor on the show um was it sunset city up in canada shout out to you guys 
they just sent me some really good shit and I'll get it next week sometime and I'll let you know how it goes. But, um, I took some stuff yesterday along with my dad <laughs> on accident. And, uh, I'll tell you all that in a minute, but my, uh, my, my mental health has been so much better since I started taking this stuff. My depression's not there. My anxiety's not there. Uh, even like right now, um, there's a girl who's been on this show a lot who I thought was like my little sister that I won't have a relationship with anymore. She made that clear through a text message the other day. Um, she was very nice to that text message, though, by the way. Uh, for anybody who thinks I have beef with this girl, I know some people have messaged me. I do not. Uh, she is doing what she thinks is best for her, and I love her dearly. And I wish her nothing but the best in this world. She deserves it. She's a great mother. She was a great friend for a very long time. I hate that someone has gotten her ear or someone has tried to uh, try to change the narrative, I guess. Uh, but if you ever hear this, I love you. I thank the world of you. I'm proud of you. I still hope one day you make it to the Grand Ole Opry. I mean, you had that moment to where uh, I told you I really thought you would get there one day, and I hope you do. I really do. Um, I'll be rooting for you in the in the shadows, darling. Um, but I won't reach out. I won't communicate anymore. You made it clear that you don't think I'm a friend to you. Uh, and, you know, the only thing I do want to say from that text message, and I would rather say it on here, that way everybody knows what I'm going to say, and it can't be twisted, it can't be turned. Um let, let me see what the actual terminology was in this message real fast. Cause it was something that bothered me so bad. Uh, where is it at? I'm not a social media meal ticket. I have warned you about people using you as a meal ticket. I've never used you as that. I love you. I wanted all of us to succeed together. And, uh, I hate that you see it that way because you used to didn't. And um, by the way, for all those who don't know, I don't care about your following on social media. I care about your heart. I've had people on the show that have damn near no following, but they have the biggest hearts. I don't have people on my show for clout chasing, as some people like to call it. I have people on my show because they're interesting, because maybe their story can help somebody. When I first asked you on the show, think about what you were going through at the time with an uh, old dude that was mean to you. I wanted you to share that story so it could help other women get out of that spot. Uh, I've had you on everything I've done since then, not because of your social media following, but because I believe in you. And if you think that it's just clout chasing or you think that it's anything but love, I am very sorry. Sorry that you see it that way because I do love you and I do wish you the best. Um, and yesterday I was really, really mad and I posted some stuff on Snapchat because I posted some videos on TikTok last week and it was talking about the body dysmorphia episode, the episode where I'm trying to get everybody to be confident in themselves and feel good. And none of my videos ever really get took down or community guideline violation. And, uh, well these did, and they did back to back, back to back and I know who did it I know who would have had to report it it makes no sense that those videos are the ones that come down and nothing else so uh, I made a lot of statements on my snapchat yesterday about 
how I'm not scared to slap a bitch, and I don't like how when a grown man acts like a little bitch. I ate mushrooms yesterday, and after thinking about it, I don't wish that person the best. I don't wish them the worst. I just, I don't wish anything for you. You know, everybody gets what they deserve. I was extremely mad. I acted like a child. But sometimes you got to lash out. Sometimes you got to let that anger out. And uh, I know all y'all do it, but let, let's do it in a healthy way. Uh, yesterday, what I did was not healthy. It is not that I have different feelings on it today. It's that solves nothing. You know, I made in the joke on on uh, Snapchat that, you know, check my arrest record, boy. It ain't like I ain't back in, I ain't done some of this shit. I've been in, I've been in trouble with the law. I've been a bad person. I don't want to go back to being that person again. Uh, and unless I am provoked, it ain't happening. Like, and I already have a really good feeling that the person I'm referring to would never provoke me. Maybe in some TikTok videos or maybe on a podcast, but they wouldn't do it to my face. And the fact that they wouldn't do it to my face tells me all I need to know and probably everything that you guys need to know. Uh, I grew up in a generation to where men solve problems by fighting, discussing what's wrong, having a beer, shaking hands, agreeing to disagree. That's me. You know, I, I ain't, I'm not somebody that posts about being from the country and having those morals and growing up that way. And then I don't act it out in person. That is me. The songs that I sit here and sing and ride around and drink beer to and have a good time with, uh, that's my life. That, that is me. And I just, I've got that dog in me, but I don't want to let it out. Um, I kind of re referred to some stuff that Mike Tyson said on that body dysmorphia episode. I don't want to be that person. And yesterday I kind of let it out a little bit and I felt bad about it afterwards. Uh, not because of the statements I made, but that I allowed someone to get to me to where I made those statements. I'm a bigger, better person than that. Uh, just this week alone, I've had several different artists reach out. We picked up a new, really, really good sponsor. Uh, might be two by the time Sunset City comes in uh, to where we're going to have five or six major sponsors at the beginning of each month. And that doesn't even count the corporate sponsors that run because of Red Circle. So it's just like, you know what? You're, you're doing it right. If they want to pick on you and they want to give you shit about grinding and, and earning where you're at, I just want to remind folks this. This is seven years for me, six or seven years for me. And I used to have to do the stupid shit on Snapchat I used to have to do the Titty Tuesdays, the Hump Days, all that kind of stuff. The stuff that I'm not proud of, but it may help me make a name for myself. I used to have to do the political shit. And I am still passionate about that. And one day, uh, if some shit's changed, I would like to run for local office. I would like to make a change in this world. Um, I had to get up every morning at 4 o'clock and go work in radio for several years. I had to do all that. I had to grind. I had to borrow money. Had to get investors. Had to have family help me out to get my studio started. Had to drain my savings. And now we're just back to where I can do and go as I please. Um, 
I've had to sit down and have difficult conversations with people to get to where I'm at. I've had to have people on this show and present them in a way that the world didn't hate them, that their stories needed to be heard, that too many people judged a book by its cover. I've done a lot of shit that a lot of people probably would have done a different way, but I did it my way. And that's where I'm at now is I guess in somebody's mind making TikToks for three years is earning it. And it might be, it might be, there is a lot of work that goes into that. But me on the other end, I want to be like some of those artists that have had to play to smoky bars that have had to mortgage their house that have had a car repoed that have had to do all this other kind of stuff to get where they're at. That to me is earning it. That to me is just like when you're a kid and you learn, earn the value of a dollar. Everybody that earned it the hard way or grew up poor like I did and know what a dollar's worth, you value it more. You know, um, there's a lot of times that I could have done other shit and made more money, but I've always said my morals over money. Only thing I would say to anybody that gives me shit about the earning it and grinding it and all this kind of thing Let's see where you're at at 36 years old. Talk to me when you're 36. Talk to me then. And if you're more successful than I am right now, and I'm not talking money-wise, I'm talking spiritual-wise, I'm talking family-wise, I got the best fucking kid in the world. That makes me more successful than anybody else. To me, I have a healthy, beautiful, badass daughter that by the time she is 18, she's going to rule this fucking world. And that is the thing I am proud of most in this world. I don't need a social media following. I don't need everybody to love me. I need my daughter to, and she does unconditionally. And that's all I fucking need. Money and everything else is secondary. Me being a good dad and my daughter loving me the way she does, that is success to me. And I couldn't be happier. So, you want to talk shit? That's fine. I know you'll never do it to my face. And that is where I have peace with it now. Mushrooms told me that last night, folks. If you've never done them, they, they help you realize what matters and what don't. It really does. It, it puts things into such perspective for you that it's, it's stupid. Like, even, even with all this bullshit going on, I had to realize that all the people that we were traveling with and going places with, they're still calling me, telling me they love me. Every single one of them, besides for two people. And one of them I didn't have a good relationship with. I didn't, have, didn't think I had a bad relationship with. The other one I thought I had an all-time, you're my little sister relationship with, but that's not it. But it helps me justify things in my head that everybody else is still calling and telling they love me. Everybody else is still calling and checking on me. Everybody else is still going places with me in a couple weeks and will keep going places with me. I love fucking David. I love him so much. He's been there for me before anybody else really was. I love Riley Anderson to death. We've had the best conversations in this fucking world. He is my dude. Me and Carter Cross laughed till we fucking giggled two days ago about some dumb shit. And it was, I love that boy. And 
Gypsy just means the damn world to me. She's the big sister I've always wanted. Sarah Blake. I love this woman so damn much. Alyssa fucking hell and mama hell. I love y'all and I cannot wait to hear what you are dropping. Uh, I'm so proud of you guys so, so much. Lee Tucker and Dustin Heron. I love y'all unconditionally. And Miss fucking Reagan. Reagan, you've been there for me. You've calmed me down. You have you have made me feel so much better about things. And you've been there for me. And I'll never, ever forget that shit. Um, mushrooms made me realize that last night. Like, I've got these people. I've got all these people that would go to hell and back for me. And I know I'm going to forget somebody in there. And I'm very, very sorry. Uh, it's just the people that I'm, I will Mosley wheels came into the family. Now Cole Goodwin, me and will been together a lot lately. Um, I'm just so proud of that fucking boy, him and Cole. I'm proud of all my friends, but you know, it's made me realize who matters, who matters. And there are new people coming in that have got the biggest heart, biggest heart, fucking um, I always mess her name up, but Kaylee, she's a fucking badass. And Savannah and Jordan and all them, like, it's our family. And if anybody wants to try to break up family, then fuck them. You know, I, I don't need that. I can root for you from a distance because I'm not going to be ugly to you. I'll never be ugly to that girl. And all y'all who have messaged me wanting me to speak out and bash her, I will not do it. Uh, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of people just like expose them, whatever, and there's nothing to expose. It was people had a difference of heart, and they went different ways. And I've I've told David this to his face, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. She, I almost said her name. I'm not doing that because I ain't said mine. She was very clear with that boy going into their relationship that she had to do certain shit for social media. I respect her for that because I have to do that with women. It just kind of got out of hand in David's eyes, and I can see how if a man loves a woman the way that he loved her, why it would look bad. That's also why I recused myself from the situation and told them, no matter what, I'm going to love both of y'all and be there for you. I'm not out to pick sides. Um. Uh, now, I think it kind of probably rubbed David wrong when I told him that I agreed with her uh, how she started off when they were dating. I do think it went a little far. But it's not my – I, I don't have an opinion on it no more. I don't know what's best for them, and I don't want to know. I'm just still trying to figure out what's best for me in this life. I wish everybody in that situation the best. Um Thanks to mushrooms, I don't want to. I don't want to violently harm one of them anymore. <laughs> I just, just, it tickles me. I grew up loving mafia shit and cowboy shit. If you never heard me talk about this, both of them are all about respect. You can have a disagreement, but you're going to show the other person respect. And if you don't, then you got to deal with the cowboy way, or you got to deal with the mafia way. And I don't know if you know what those ways are, but those ways are the fucking hard way to learn a lesson. And, uh, but also too, you only got to be weary of people if they're going to approach you in public. And I know that's not happening. That's, that's not. And it's, it's a good thing. Uh, 
conversation that me and Reagan had was about me showing my ass in public if it came up. And she can not convince me. She told me why it was a bad idea. She told me why it was a bad idea. And it doesn't prove that you're a man. It doesn't prove that you're a man by, and you're not getting their respect. They're going to just, now they should fear you then if you act out in public. But that's not, that's not what it is. I don't want to be feared. I want to be respected and I want to be friends with people. And if you're not that to me, then I don't ever have to concern myself with you another day. Uh, so thanks, Mushrooms. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. Uh, yesterday, while I was in Walmart, if y'all hadn't seen the video, because it got took down yesterday, it jumped up to like 100,000 views in like two hours because it was so damn funny. My dad, while I was in Walmart yesterday, Went into my glove box, saw a candy bar, and it was a candy bar of mushrooms, magic mushrooms. My dad ate them. He ate about four or five pieces. I only eat one or two. When I came back out, he had already digested them and all this kind of stuff, but I see him nibbling on them, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And uh, he was like, I ate some of these. And I don't know if you know anything about psychedelics or what that shit does to you. The last thing you want to do is be told you've ate something, that you can't get rid of, you just need to go along for the ride. Like you don't, if you get scared, you're gonna have a super bad trip. Um, and you don't really trip off this stuff anyway. It's more of a, it's more of an attitude adjustment, really. Uh, my stuff with psilocybin in it now, like you'll freak. I mean, you'll you'll trip, but you still have to take a lot of those. But anyway, uh, so my dad, he um he ate several of them, and I took him home. Uh, I know he couldn't get his vehicle. Uh, cause we, we had it for something. So, uh, I was taking him where he needed to go. And, uh, anyway, he got home about an hour went by, started to worry about him. I was like, well, maybe my dad grew up in the seventies and eighties. He's done some hard drugs. Like he's done the good shit when it was good. Right. Like he's, you know, he might've known Pablo and Escobar, if you get what I'm saying. You know, my, my dad's, uh, he's done a lot of shit in his life. So I was like, well, you know what? Maybe. Maybe this low dose of chocolate mushrooms won't affect him very much. I was wrong. He called shortly thereafter, and all he said to start off with was, what the fuck, Josh? What the fuck, dude? And, um, and then I guess he remembered. He's like, you told me you started eating mushrooms and shit. Did I just eat some mushroom, like some mushroom gummies or something or some whatever edibles? And I was like, yeah, Dad, you did. He's like, I'm so fucking mad at you. Bye. About 30 minutes later, he calls. He's not mad anymore. He's super fucking happy. And he's like, hey, you want to go play golf? Sure, Dad. Let's go play nine holes. My dad has dealt with a lot of issues in his life, a lot of painful issues. He broke his neck a couple years ago. He's been on a lot of pain pills for a long time, alcohol, all kind of stuff. He told me yesterday he felt better than he has in fucking years didn't even drink beer while we were playing golf he was so happy and he was like i'm pain free i don't i don't feel bad at all right now like this shit makes me never want to take a pain pill again makes me want to be a fucking mushroom head but never makes me want to do anything else so uh all y'all that were asking that saw my snapchat and tiktoks yesterday some of it got took down because community guideline violations but it was fucking great it was beautiful and the best part of it was to see my dad not hurt and be happy. Uh, let's see what else I got before I get off here. Uh, don't forget, November the 10th and 11th, 
Back Road Park and Event Venue. On Friday, we got Tristan Baugh and we got Confederate Railroad. On Saturday, we got Miss Ella Langley and Mr. Trey Lewis. I cannot wait. Uh, you can still get your tickets now. Uh, just go to Back Road Park and Event Venue on Facebook. You'll find it. Um, we'll see. We got tonight Dylan Carmichael, Humminbird, Friday, October 20th. Uh, I think it starts at 8 o'clock. My buddy Justin Dukes is opening up for him. If you ain't ever heard Dukes, he Dukes. He's a badass himself. one of my best friends. Uh, he's such a good dude. Y'all come out and hang out with us for that. I'll be there all day. Um, November the, the 4th, I've got Brian Martin at the Humminbird for another Josh Terry Honky Tonk Nights. Brian Martin and me are close. I love him. He likes to tell a story where I saved his life, but I didn't save his life. I just helped the police find him when he had a bad wreck. Uh, Brian, I love you. I couldn't be fucking prouder of you. You just made your Grand Ole Opry debut. Um, you're one of my dudes. And if anybody in this world deserves all the attention they're getting right now, it's you. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, October 31st at Cottonfield Grill in Sneed, Alabama. Me, Will Mosley, uh, Cole Goodwin, Riley Anderson, Carter Cross, David McMahon, and a couple more surprises are going to be there. We're putting on the first Raising Grace rounds, uh, the Raising Grace rounds at Cottonfield Grill that night. It's on a Tuesday. Uh, we're going over there for a writer's retreat for a couple days and to do some content and everything around there. And, hey, if you are from Alabama on, sat on, on Saturday, but on that Monday, I think it would be the 30th, at Back Road Park and Event Venue, we are filming a live podcast on stage there, on their brand-new, beautiful fucking stage there. We are filming a podcast there. Uh, Mr. Ike, uh, what's Ike's last name? Let me make sure I don't get this wrong, because I want you guys to come out and be part of it. Uh, Ike Everett. Uh, he's filming it. He's a great content guy. He's going to... God, it's going to be good. He's going to be with us for a couple of days filming nothing but content. But if you are a social media personality and you want to come hang out with us that night, it's going to be a long show. We're going to drink. We're going to hang out on stage. The park isn't technically open. Uh, it'll just be whoever's part of the show will be on stage. And it is going to be fire. We're going to get drunk. We're going to have fun. We're going to talk about all the good shit in this world. Probably a little bit of the bad. But we're, we are definitely going to have a good time. Uh, let's see what else. I think that's it, guys. Um, please go check out all of our sponsors. Go to the Josh Terry podcast.com and order some gear now. Uh, I think that's it. And y'all come out tonight to the Humminbird, Mr. Dylan Carmichael. Uh, just listen to his music the rest of the day. I am telling you, listen to his music the rest of the day. And you will definitely want to be there tonight. I love you guys. Thank you for everything. And, uh, just to go back on this real quick, even if I'm beefing with you right now, it doesn't mean that I don't wish the best for you. A disagreement doesn't mean that I have to be ugly to you. And I'm proud of some people in that situation. I really am. Uh, I'm proud of other people that I'm not speaking to. Which I'm not that I'm not speaking to them as if we haven't spoke. Uh, if you're out there doing your thing and you're happy with yourself, I'm proud of you. I am a supporter of you. Even if we don't talk no more, I'm still going to be cheering for you. I love you guys. Thank you for everything, and I'll see you all tonight.